Hello, you are listening to Kanecast, a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management Team. Hello, this is Jordan Greenhouse, Managing Director with Kane Anderson Rudnick, and with me today I have Craig Thrasher, Senior Portfolio Manager and Research Analyst of the Kane Anderson Rudnick Small and Mid Cap International Portfolios. Craig, first and foremost, thank you for the time today. Craig, the headline news impacting the market so far in 2022 has been the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Can you discuss the impact on the market and how you are viewing this situation from opportunities and challenges related to your portfolio? Yeah, there were multiple events that had an impact on on international equity markets during the first quarter. You mentioned the most obvious, which was the Russian invasion of Ukraine. We did own one company in Russia that had declined uh, substantially really prior to the invasion and then even more so after the invasion and trading in that stock was ultimately halted. Um, but in addition to that stock, we had a few other companies that were located that are located in countries that have historical and to some extent current ties to Russia. Um, these companies are located in Poland, in the Baltic states and Kazakhstan and you know, while we think obviously there's been a lot of uncertainty related to what's happening uh, around the invasion of Ukraine, you know, as an example, Poland and the Baltic states are all members of NATO. So we think that any armed conflict between these countries and Russia is extremely unlikely. And while Kazakhstan is not a member of NATO, they, they, the, the government in Kazakhstan does have fairly good relations with Russia. So again, we think that the possibility of military conflict there is is quite remote. So, you know, in each of these cases, we do think that the dramatic sell-off that we saw following the invasion was somewhat overdone. Um, and we have seen in, in, in each of these cases where for the most part, these stocks are, are rebounding considerably. We also saw small cap stocks in, in, in Western Europe and the UK underperform in the first quarter. Even before the invasion, we've seen energy prices across Europe increasing rapidly, and this was just exacerbated by the by the invasion. And as everybody, I'm sure, has seen now in the media, Europe relies on Russia for a significant portion of their energy needs. And so between the, the invasion of Ukraine, uh, increasing energy prices, and and really a generally difficult situation where Europe is grappling with their reliance on, on Russian energy and how much do they want to continue doing that as the war drags on. We've seen European stocks overall fairly weak and and given that our portfolio is overweight in Europe and the UK, um, this has been a headwind for, for our performance as well. So, um, you know, that's what's happened. I would say that despite these challenges, um, we we are seeing what we think are opportunities. I think, as I mentioned before, some of the selling in some of these names is overdone. And when in the first quarter we've been, um, and since then we've been gradually adding to some of the names where we think that's the case. Craig, additional topics surrounding the markets in recent months is inflation and what will be the impact on the markets. What are your thoughts on inflationary pressures as it relates to investing in the international marketplace? Well, we think it's it's correct that the market is focused on inflation, and inflation has gotten a lot of attention in recent months. Um, inflation, obviously, is, has been very hot, and around the world, 
We've seen levels of inflation that we haven't seen for decades. Right now, we have core inflation that in just about every market is running above bond interest rates, which is obviously not a sustainable situation. Um, right now, I think the market believes that the inflation spike that we've seen is, is in fact temporary. And, and we've seen many commentators right now predicting that we're, we're seeing uh, the peak in inflation right now and that things are going to start to decline over time. We don't have a particular view on, on what's going to happen to inflation, although given what we've seen in terms of monetary stimulus over the last several years, that's been frankly unprecedented. Um, we wouldn't be surprised if inflation was higher than, than people anticipated. Um, so how does that impact our portfolio? I guess the way we've invested historically is to invest in high quality companies. And we think that investing in these types of companies should lead to these companies faring relatively well in an inflationary environment. We tend to look for companies that have really strong market position uh, and therefore a certain amount of pricing power. So if there is cost inflation over time, they should be able to at least pass those costs on to their customers, if not price above inflation over time. Uh, in addition to that, we do favor companies that are less capital intensive in nature and therefore don't require significant capital expenditures. And from our perspective, we think that this will allow them to remain relatively resilient. Even if inflation stays elevated, they'll be a little bit more insulated versus companies say that that have to invest a lot of capital to either just continue to operate their business or to grow their business. When, when your capital expenditures are taking place at much higher price levels than historical, your CapEx tends to uh, be above your your accounting depreciation. And so your cash flows might turn out to be significantly less than the earnings that you're reporting. And, and that's much less the case for companies that aren't, aren't as capital intensive. So for those reasons that we, we think that our focus on these types of businesses that have pricing power, uh, lower capital intensity should, bear, should fare better than more capital intensive and more competitive businesses um, if inflation, in fact, proves to be higher and, and longer in duration than what investors are expecting right now. Craig, the Canadian and Reddick portfolios typically hold up better during downturns in the market environment because of our heavy focus on quality companies. During the first quarter, we really haven't seen this be the case. What are some of the key reasons behind this? Well, I mentioned before, we've had a number of headwinds for our portfolio that have hurt our performance relative to the benchmark. Uh, obviously, we mentioned that we did hold one of our largest holdings was in Russia. So that, that's been a, a significant headwind. We have a few companies in, in countries that have ties to Russia and those countries and those stocks were, were hit very significantly in the first quarter. In addition to that, we've, we've got an overweight position in our portfolio relative to the benchmark in the UK and in Europe, which have been disproportionately down following the invasion. And then lastly, we have had this high quality focus. And what we've seen in the first quarter is that names that are in so-called value types of names, thinking things like energy and banks, um, maybe considered lower quality businesses overall have done much better than the kinds of companies that, that we own. And so all of those things have led to significant headwinds that have led us to underperform in a down market, which is obviously not what we would normally expect. But there's a lot of, um, we would say, extraordinary events that have happened recently that um, is different. It's created a performance pattern than what's different than we would normally expect. 
Craig, what were some of the names that detracted most from performance during the quarter and what names contributed the most positively? Uh, our highest contributors to performance in the first quarter were Boa Vista and Payson Systems. Boa Vista is the second largest credit bureau in, in Brazil. Uh, the company has been doing quite well recently after a very difficult 2021 overall where the economy in Brazil was very weak. Um, the company's been posting better than expected margins and better than expected free cash flow, and um, that's led to higher share price. Payson Systems is, is listed in Canada, and they produce and sell technology equipment, mainly to the oil and gas industry globally. Um, and so as energy prices have, have come up, obviously expectations are that spending in oil and gas are going to increase, um, and that's led to most stocks related to the energy sector going up, and, and that includes Payson. Other top contributors in the quarter were Sabre Insurance, Computer Modeling, and Free. Our two largest attractors in the second quarter were Headhunter and Baltic Classifieds Group. Um, Headhunter is located in Russia. Um, this is a stock that I mentioned before. It had been declining in, in starting in November when um, there's, there was troop buildup near the Ukrainian border by Russian troops. Um, we, we've done a lot of work. We had done a lot of work in, in, in November, December, and January trying to assess the risks with the situation. Uh, for a variety of reasons, we felt and concluded that a, that a full invasion of Ukraine by Russia was, a, was an unlikely outcome. Obviously, um, we were wrong about that, and, and headhunter shares have declined substantially, um, particularly since the invasion began in late February. Uh, once the invasion started, we did start to sell our shares um, for, for, for a couple days. We were able to sell. We didn't sell our, our whole position. We, we did have a small position when trading was halted on, I believe that was February 28th. In addition, I, I mentioned before, we had a company called Baltic Classifieds Group, which is listed in London, but their business is in, in the Baltic states of Lithuania, Estonia, and Latvia. And again, given those historical ties between those countries and Russia, uh, we've seen a lot of companies in, in that situation trade down dramatically following the invasion. Again, I think I, we do believe that the, the risks are limited on this front, as the Baltics are all members of NATO, and the economic ties between those countries and Russia is relatively limited right now, particularly relative to where it has been historically. We think that the overall impact on, on Baltic classifieds is going to be minimal. Other detractors in, in, the, in the quarter were Cospi, Victorian Plumbing, and Phineos Corporation. Lastly, as we move into the second quarter, what are some of the key considerations you're evaluating from a portfolio perspective? Well, I mentioned a couple companies that um, we believe became attractively priced in the first quarter because of the fallout from the Ukrainian invasion. We did also initiate a new position in a Japanese software company that we had owned uh, previously, but we had sold in, in late in 2020 due to just basically valuation. But as growth companies overall have come down, we've seen some of these high quality growth companies with really dramatic price corrections. And in this case, we felt that the sell-off in, in the shares of this company were, were overdone. And, and we think that we're buying, re-establishing re our position at an attractive price. Um, but as always, we're, we're doing, we're continuing to do the same thing that we've always done, which is we evaluate companies around the world. We're trying to find great businesses and we're trying to 
uh, invest our incremental capital where we're seeing the best combination of business quality and valuation. Craig, as always, thank you so much for the time and insight you provide our listeners, and we look forward to future conversations. Canecast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rutnick Investment Management, CAR. This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of CAR or its affiliates, are current as of the date and time of the recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in the market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information. This communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the listener. To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.